Is there a theme for it? Uh, oh, I, I don't put it on. Wrestling? Oh, it's just chat wrestle. It's usually just a catch up uh, that we do, just because it's been. Well, I was looking at January twenty twenty one was the last time we had a chat. Really? Uh, but yeah, so that was last. Well, last time we, we obviously did this. Uh, of course, we have have the old uh, Twitter DMs usually about uh, silly stuff that's happening in wrestling. Um, anyway, yeah, so so I'm recording now. Will I edit this out? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. Uh, right. So. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. This one is presented by Manscaped. Um, no one won't tell you how to trim your pubes. Well, I might later, but it'll be myself doing it. Don't, don't you worry, people. We won't we'll, we'll miss out on that moneymaker. Uh, I am joined with a returning guest from way back in season two, episode 28 of season two, to be exact. It is the high flying, death defying Scottish luchador himself, Clyde Valley Wrestling, Larkshire champion. It's Lucha DS. Welcome back. How you doing, mate? How good? Have been doing well. Oh, I, I, it's it's been great. I, well, the last time we spoke, it was still like uh, pandemic side of things. I, I think we were we were still waiting on things to start opening up a wee, but I think we maybe had a word of shows maybe coming back and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they came back, and it was amazing. Um, I was um I was everywhere, but um, it was no duty like a persistent annoyance of. Promotions and promoters all over the UK, as I like to do. Oh, I like that you're one of the only people that, that contacted me to check my to to make sure my calendar's up to date on the website to make sure that, that I've got all the shows in. And most of the time, it's me uh, because I forget a lot of the time. A lot of the target ones, I, I forget because I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got a show coming up, cool. And then five minutes later, I'll go off oh, totally. For, I, I don't know when when that show is. And when they put out match announcements, it's like, oh shit, they've got, oh, they've got a show on. Where put my calendar? Yeah, <laughs> The, the trick is noon again, I'll get you odd weekend um, where I'm maybe working, then I get it off. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what's open that weekend. But uh, your page, the two always hits your page and hashtag wrestling events. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly that guy. He's dropped off big time, man. I don't think he's updated it this year. Um, uh, he used to be involved with promotion. I don't even know who it does it. Um, I think he's, uh, he's, a, he's a ring announcer. He was a ring announcer somewhere. I don't know if he still is, but I don't know if, if that's if that was actually paying him money and the, the website wasn't. Because Hashtag and they, and I never had deals with hashtag, uh, but they, it was they were always kind of when I was doing stuff for wrestle ropes, I always felt like they were the competitor. I'd try and get the results out before hashtag did. Um, right. and I was, but you know, the, neither I of us. I, don't ever, I never ever clicked on them for a result, but I, um, but they, 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 the events page because obviously they done UK wide. Mm-hmm. They they used to like the like all obscure ones as well, so it'd be like free initials, and you're like, I've never heard this company. So you'd end up spending more time having to research what the financials were than what the actual event was. Um, but you'd be one I've always got saved on my, my wee Twitter line because um, I'm always like, who's on this weekend? Or um, where can I hit up and see if there's anything, anything interesting coming up in the next few months that I can try and get on? But yeah. my, my, my dad is, I'm as busy now as what I was last year already. Um, it doesn't seem like it because I've only done one show so far this year. But, it's, but see that January gap? It's absolutely brutal, um. But, but I've I've got I've literally booked up to December, um, with dates all over the place. But the the there is still a few wee ones that are creeped up where I've got nothing on. I've had a wee look at your list, and there was so here's my rant. Right, this is how we'll start it. I'll have a moment. Every promoter in Scotland, right. <laughs> Talk to each other. There is weekends where there's three or four of you running the same weekend in the same, same not areas, but they you you run maybe shows across the same weekend, and then there's two or three weekends where there's zero wrestling on in Scotland. 
like absolutely insane. Like mm-hmm. I think there's like three shows this weekend. Uh, Gut Dolls, Reckless, and Target. I think were last that's, weekend. That's the three that I've got. Yeah, I, I discovered yeah. it was the Friday. And then uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I think next weekend, next Saturday, there's new wrestling shows. The other ones. I think there's maybe one. I can double check and, your own calendar. If, if, and I'm off. And I'm off on the 11th. Aye, I've got nothing on my calendar anyway. Um, yeah, well, then uh, nobody's running. So why did, if one of them ones were because obviously say competing with Disco, you're competing on a show that's just quite too high. Like, you're, you're not going out to sell that show. So I would have run another weekend. I would have run next weekend and there's no wrestling. And that, there's the same, there's a weekend in March where yeah. there's nothing yeah. on. In the weekend before there's four shows, in the weekend after there's four shows. Why, they just talk to each other, guys. Why is nobody doing a, a Valentine's themed show next weekend? That's just, that's uh, just an open goal. Because uh, uh, Monday's Valentine's Day. Uh, it's 14. So, a lot of wrestling fans don't have significant others. <laughs> well, that means that and, and, and neither do a lot of wrestlers. They sell a lot um, of single tickets. It's be fine. You, you need a speed, dating, a speed dating wrestling show where there the fans get set Sit beside a fan, and every every match they have to switch. There you go. God, that that, that sounds like my idea. Hell, to be honest, but <laughs> but uh, you know, it could work. Yeah, yeah. but but um, yeah, your your page for for dates has been really good. Um, it's been good for plugging the odd wee um gap where I've had something coming up. Um, because you can you can follow all the the promotions pages. Um, I say to trainees all the time. Um, I, and I, I don't just mean. Trainees at PBWSW. I mean, like every promotion wrestler should be following every company, whether you're booked for them or not, because you, you need to know who's working where, who's where on cards, and where shows are running. Um, because you, you kind of just dip in and out. If you're, you're going to be involved, you need to be involved in all of it. Then you've got like likes of guys like um, Zero, like Mad Zero is at 20, 20 plus shows constant helping out and things. That's why he's, he's getting places where he is through, through graft, no? Then you get other guys that are complaining about not getting spots on shows, and those people are out working you. And if I was running a show, I've got the guys going to come on, help out, share stuff on social media. So it's it's a no brainer to me. Then you got but, you got guys like um like Hugo Harris, who I just saw for the first time like uh, December, and uh, Ewan O'Raw. Of course, they're they're always it's Lee as well. Uh, they're always plugging. They're, they're doing Mega Slam, and they're going to these weird and wonderful places that are just out of. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, and they're they're still every weekend. They've got like three shows on, uh, yeah. and, and that's just yeah. It's, it's... Hugo Hugo should be everywhere. Hugo mm-hmm. is amazing, and he's also jacked, and he looks like an action figure. And you can put him on any poster, and you're going to you're going to get your mum's attention though. Um, and Hugo Hugo, um, I think I was on a show with Hugo last. I don't know. Last year I was on a show, and Hugo hadn't wrestled. Faye coming back and I went in the dressing room and he was getting ready and I said to the promoter who's that boy and they said oh that's Hugo and I was like I've never been on a show with him before and within five minutes I was sitting talking to him and I said to I think it was Ace Anderson and I was like that boy's going to be everywhere like look, look at the Nicky's in I watched his match he was really good in the match as well and I said why have I never heard this boy Um, I then I think I gave his name to Big Massive and Somewhere else, uh, and the two shows used them. They knew look at him, he's, he's, he's done maybe about 20 shows already this year. 
and he will be everywhere. He's on the upcoming PBW. He's one half of the big, massive wrestling tag team champions. He's on the SWE shows. Like, um, they get the guys just getting after it, and then he'll follow along the lines. I would like to think of like Jack Morris, who is well Japan just now, absolutely killing it. Again, looks like an action figure was out having like that. So fair play to me. Hugo. I, I'm actually a big fan of Hugo. Yeah, I've still not had my singles match with him. Um, I, I, when I won the Clyde Valley belt, it was against him and Jackal and a triple threat. But um, I, Hugo, Hugo, Hugo's on the ball. He's, he knows what he's doing. So fair play to him. It's just one of those things. I mean, we're not going to uh, dive into negative, but it's some, some of the places that it maybe is popping up of don't have maybe as good a reputation to move on to other companies and, and you know it's just just one of those things that's possibly maybe holding them back but you know it, it, if he's good enough then he'll you'll get to these places i, uh, I always say it, it, people people get a bit hung up on what companies you're working for and what you're not working for the, the talent the talent is the talent them the best guys for the best companies work everywhere um and i know there's there's this kind of gripe like the whole swfcw this Outside the Glasgow Central Belt thing, and there was a kind of we hint here with the the WrestleZone guys with the the Bobby Roberts stuff last week. But the, the best guys work everywhere. The, the boys for WrestleZone are doing it disco. They, they were doing it Pro Two. Um, I think I, that that was the show that was cancelled. But I was to wrestle one of the the boys for I can't remember what they're called the trios boy uh, that foundation, and stuff. foundation guys found, yeah. foundation free free cracking wrestlers. Um, but the the best talent on whatever promotion will work everywhere. Um, people get don't don't get too stuck in your wee bubble. You need to do it your comfort zone um, because that's where you learn. That's where you go and uh, earn your stripes, as you say. Where you you work against these, you, like you work against really good guys. You work against really terrible guys. Um, but that's that's where you, you earn your stripes because if you want to be one of them guys who they say could get a match at a broom. Mm-hmm. Then you need you need to wrestle a couple of rooms to to, to know how to do it. So, I mean, I've always thought for, your, for yourself anyway that, that you're just a guy that, that doesn't really let the, the all that kind of stuff just doesn't enter your mind. You're just there to you're there for twenty minutes. You want to wrestle? You want to do a good wrestle match I, and then I go could, and then I, go home. If I, all, clean I, up I and go home. I not care less. I don't care what your initials are above the door. I don't care what your promotion is. I don't care who you like. Who you don't like, who you once were best pals with, who you dislike, know who you are forever anyway. Who's got an OnlyFans? Who's got this? Who's got? That? I don't care. I show up, put my mask on, go and do my match, go to the merch table, meet and greet a couple of fans, then I'm up the road. That's it. And that's if everybody else concentrated on doing the job and going home and not getting caught up in all the other uh, part of um, some dressing rooms would be a nicer place. Then, um, but. The biggest thing we most of all that stuff, see all the gripes and all that, nine times out of ten, it's not even a, it's not even a talent. It's the, the people who own the company, the promoter. Yeah. They got hung up over a poster getting ripped down or whatever. Put on another poster, he's getting like ten thousand in your order. Paper replacing posters like um you, you could say the same thing with let's like, say the Fairgreen people. Um they will annihilate your posters. They will cover them like to get caught up with like I said, the, the don't not go down that rabbit hole, but most of the gripes and the moans are the, between the people running the shows. It's not right. a talent. Like um, the the big time scene there was the SWE, FCW were com- complaining about each other. Fire alarms been set off, posters been ripped in. Sorry, allegedly, See, allegedly. Let's throw throw that word in there. <laughs> allegedly, right, <laughs> <not> me. <laughs> 
at home. Um, but they, but they, they see the the two groups of talent on each show. We were messaging each other, laughing about it. like it's like we're we're going. Oh, I can't believe it! Like I think I was messaging looking sharp. I was on SW, looking sharp was on FCW, and I messaged him. Like, mate, we were outside, it was freezing, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But, but there's, there's no heat between the talent. Oh, uh, no. I, I, think the, I think the promoters like to think is there's an us and them, and it's not. It's, it's us and you guys, you, the guys that pay the wage. I know. Well, again, this is all just from, from my side, the barrier, of course. But yeah, there's it's a lot of the impression of as long as you pay me, I will do my job. Uh, but bit, sometimes it is like I don't want to work. I don't want to work for you because I've heard you've done this, and maybe that's just that's just one there. That's just your your compass at the end of the day. It just depends what you want to do. I'm sure. I'm sure if there was <sighs> some wronging that, that was running the show, and you'd be like, "No, nah, I don't. I don't really want to work for you." But um, you know, exactly. But so yeah, it's just it's just your own moral compass at the end of the day. Uh, but let's get back to to your wrestling. Let's not talk about all that shite because. You know, it's it's, it's a it's a rabbit hole we could dive down and probably have have uh, cease and desist written on poorly uh, poorly printed paper at the end of the day. Well, if any uh, promoter wants to cease and desist with me, just send out my email. <laughs> and I'll be soundly through in a recycle bin. I I will make a petty T-shirt on Gmail. That's what I'll do if you send a cease and desist. <laughs> 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 right. Okay. Let's go back to where we were. So uh, January twenty twenty one is when we last had our our, our chat and. Like a couple months after that, you were on the WWE Network. Um, I think it was June that came out the match you had with Talon Junior. No, with Talon Junior against yeah. Alex Parker and Logan Smith. So, um, at this point, it would be one of your maybe one of your first matches or first couple matches back at that point, and it's going on the biggest wrestling network, uh, arguably in the world. Uh, but and it's, it's, and, it's, and it's absolute shite. The match is honking. Um, the I was totally the wrong guy to to use um, to to show up in an empty warehouse where there's two camera guys. Mm-hmm. My my whole my whole wrestling persona is interaction with the fans. There was no dead interactive. Um, that match is on the network was actually the second match. I had a singles match before it with Logan, and it's a banger, absolute. Br- I love the match, um, but it wasn't used. Um, I don't know. It wasn't telling the story or whatever way they, they, they put the episodes. So you know, you've got the, the second match, which is off the back of the singles match, um, where, to be honest, like, I hate it much. Um, I've never watched it back. Um, Logan likes to wind me up when I'm on the network. Um, I'm on it. Um, I would have loved to have uh, the, the singles match to go up because um, I think that they, that me and Logan leathered each other in that match. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But it's on there. I can now say I'm as seen on WWE Network. But that's a, that's I've not seen it. It's still a cool achievement to have. Um, maybe now that ICW are, are not on the network anymore going forward, they'll have like a wee uh, Hidden Gems thing that they'll put some of their unaired matches into, and, and that'll, that'll get well, on there. That, that tag match ain't going to be on any sort of list. So it's on the list of don't watch. The, the only thing I, I I take from it is cool is my wee boy can go on the network, put in my wrestling name, and a match comes up. So that, that's cool. That's cool for him. Um, but I think I said to him as well, like, don't watch our match. The <laughs> um, not 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 because of the the talent or anything involved. The, the actual structure of the match that I was kind of happy with it was um, I, I, the WWE product 
the AEW product and other wrestling products when there was no fans, to me, isn't wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's because, because the whole point is to do something to get a reaction. Because um, I know you've done the, like, the video screen thing. No, the Thunderdome. Something, <laughs> yeah. Like, at least they tried. They tried to get some sort of interaction as much as they were choreographing it and all that stuff. But they, they to, to wrestle in front of anybody wasn't wrestling to me. Um, it, it was effectively training. It was like a training match. Um, and my gear. Um, it was good to, like, get kind of cobwebs off a wee bit, get back in the ring and um, feel that I was doing something, been a bit productive. Plus, it was a bit of cash as well, because it, 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 wages, it wages for that one good as well. Um but to me, I was like, it's not, it, it's, it's not, it. no, I mean, so, I yeah, never made a but it's not the same. I think, um, I think I know yeah, what you're yeah, going yeah. for. I think, I think I can, I can uh, imagine what your comparison you're well, going the, for. The, it's the same, you, you either do something yourself or you do it for somebody else. So there's, a, there's a huge difference in there. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> Speaking of, we're sponsored by Mask Anime. Anyway, uh, so um, <laughs> so so we got that. You got your nice to be your well, then your quote unquote debut because it was your second match, and uh, yeah, it was wasn't it for you? But like I say, you caught the got the cobwebs shook off. Um, next one I've got in my notes here is, is November for Pro Two, your debut at Pro Two. Um, I will back to the Thunderdome. Yeah, I think we, I think we, we did the DM about it. It was, yeah, it was weird. And now that it's, it's even weirder to think I got booted out for booing Sasha Banks, and and you know, I don't think they would mind if I booed her now. To be honest, after after all that, I, I, I don't get that whole all the reactions ain't the same. You, you don't want everybody cheering your no, big guy, no. booing your bad guy. Is it the the whole conflict is with, with as an audience? Like if you just want everybody else sitting clapping, it'd be like. I never compared to like Japanese audience, but not the like the happy clappy or like a golf club. Mm-hmm. You, you you want a kind of genuine reaction. The same way that when you go to the Fipper, you'll get somebody like a player will do something and somebody will be like, who's hopeless? You're like, he's brilliant. Like is is that is that contrast of um feedback that generates a noise and um it's just just it was just a bizarre time in wrestling that hopefully never happens again. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, so yeah, Pro 2 then. So you made a debut in there in November of 2021 uh, with uh, Adam Shame, uh, which I'm going to guess, if, if the, the matches with, with the ICW didn't sh- sh- shake the cobwebs off, a uh, match with Shamer would have, uh, for sure. Um, I, I actually thought that wasn't my debut, but was it? Do you know what? That oh, was it, my debut. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Um, so we story about that. So I was on a show the day before and uh, the person who was to wrestle Shamer got injured um, and I was sitting backstage with him and I could see they were hot and uh, he must have just messaged the promoter and said uh, I'm hot I want to be able to wrestle tomorrow and then my phone went and it was the same promoter as me like, <laughs> is you available? Yes, available and so that's when I jumped in and done that match Was that the one at Bounce Station? Was that the one at the, the Bouncy Castle place? Uh no, the, that was an Anbank. The, the the first bounce station one I wrestled uh, zero. Right. Um, and that bounce station showed that as something else. By the way, see that for a for a venue. Um, the the, the photographs and the video at the time didn't didn't do justice of how enclosed that weak corner is of that inflatables place because they had to deflate everything, roll all the way down the ring, and then we put all the chairs around it. 
uh, in the way the fans are queued and the weather outside. So the fans actually watched the ring getting built and stuff. It kind of added to the, the atmosphere because of the the kind of anticipation. All the kids were all bouncing and literally. And then when when the show started, the crowd were noisy as. But that one with Adam Shame, um, that was a, that was a great rematch. One because I wasn't meant to be on the show, and it was our first time singles with with Shamer, um, which was a pop. Two be second for any caught the switch here. Well, right. <coughs> uh, laptop's going to die. I had turned back on. Oh, um, right. I so uh, me and Shamer had a had a really fun match. Um, Shamer's a a genuine veteran. He's been about for forever in the Scottish scene. So to get in the ring with him and kind of bounce your ideas off him about what you're what to do and what he's what to do, um, there was a kind of good contrast of, I think we put loads of comedy in it as well, um, which is always a good laugh, especially on a family show, um, when you can, I think I kicked him up the arse about six times and he kept rubbing his bum and shouting my biscuits and like it was popping me, it was popping the ref and I mean, it, it, you know something's funny if it, the guy doing the move to you is trying not to laugh, so the crowd don't don't see it. I've, I've busted. But I mean, that's, that's have you found that since like first coming back that there's been a lot more an influx of talent coming through, and that are you finding your your opponents now are a bit more varied? There's there's everyone's, everyone's doing a little bit something different now, or or is it kind of was it kind of back to the status quo when when the shows restarted? It it goes through cycles. Like, um, you, you'll get it where, like, a, a new school will open somewhere and you'll get, like, a rush of kind of three or four or five guys who'll commit it and then they start going everywhere. Like, I'd put it back to like, the time when, remember when the asylum first opened? Mm-hmm. Um, when you had the likes of, like, the, the, the original intake, so you had the uh, Crowbar and Stevie James, what were they called? The uh, Purge. purge. The, yeah. So you had the Purge and then you had the guy Rose. Yes, yes, Rose, yeah. Right. Uh, CS Rose, um Sam Barber, uh, Kez Evans. He was doing about the first. Kez was one of the originals as well. So you don't end guys, and then next thing they they kind of start appearing everywhere, and then another school, and then you get another crop for that guys, and then you will get like um, it was kind of running about the time when the asylum came. Um, when when that opened, sources sources always had a good crop of guys. PBW had a good crop of guys. The, the asylum guys, and then we done the, the Invitational where we all done the tournament. Of course, yeah. And then that was to continually run, then whatever happened, it, it, it didn't go ahead. Um, and then they done the other one, then they brought the wild card in, the boy for wrestle zone came in, was part of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so like you, you get these cycles, and then just now you've got um, Andy Wild School. Um, so you've got like Daisy, Tommy Cartel, um, who's the other guy, uh, Talon. No, like, so you've got another wee crop coming through. Uh, and and I, I imagine again probably next year you'll get another crop from somewhere else or a current group of trainees that are really doing well and busting through and then it's just a matter of hopefully the promotion uses people because we when the asylum opened we had just before that it was very closed shop who was USO here they're their guys they're the reckless guys they're the SWA guys mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of stayed in a bubble and then when I all started amalgamating a bit better and we all started to, to mix and thing we, I, I think the, the scene improved because one, we were all having to wrestle each other, but also there was an air of competition to it. You, you didn't want to be on a show when a sound guy and suck. Or yeah. like me, me and Soldato were doing the it, wrestle experience Scotland, but at the time it was called something else. I can't remember what they called it. Uh, uh, five um, so was it or something like that? No, it was... Um, 
five pound wrestling was the thing they done in uh, Denny. Um, for that was like their training show. Right. Um, I can't remember what it was, but me, me and so yeah. that old tagged and done like a run a show with the with the purge. And when I was showing up, I was like the I, I may have been the only one for who wasn't one of their guys on that show. So one, like I wanted to make sure I was professional, I was there on time, I was doing shaking everybody's hand, introduce myself, help me ring. And and then it was the same when like uh, Leighton Buzzard was um, coming through the PBW, he was coming through the ring announcing, helping with the ring. Like so everybody was all mucking in to to not stand out, but to, to make sure you were doing a good job when you were showing up at these other promotions. And then it only adds to it. So if I get a call saying like um, there's a show in Sunderland for whatever promotion, when I go down, I now know when I show up, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that. And it's ingrained in me. It's not just for show. It's, it's an actual it's an actual culture of that's how I behave at a show. And that was the thing that came through. So you all the asylum guys, all the PBW guys, all the source guys, the reckless guys, um, the wrestling zone guys, all these guys bringing through the next crop and we were all working together. Um that it's took a wee step back we um since COVID. Mm-hmm. It's it, but that's made the day we I think it's it's a financial thing. Do, do you know how much it is to like for like for KFNS, see petrol money for KFNS is extortionate just now. Mm-hmm. We've got two cars going up, so that, that guy has to fill more or less a quarter of that room just to cover the cost of that. Know what I mean? Um, and then, not to say the cost of his own venue, cost of his own guys. So, people have been a wee bit more um, cautious, yeah, but cautious of booking outside. I, I, I was going to say tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I was putting a positive spell on it there, but yeah, but, yeah. no, bit. but but as for us, that's just the. the the, the real real effect of what's going on in the world out there. That, um, the, the, the good thing is the shows are still running, fans are still coming out, and live entertainment never really gets affected by these things. The only thing that's affected is the cost. People will trim costs. You'll notice that posters are putting four or five big name guys on it anymore. You'll get one or two. Um, there'll be more trainees that'll creep through. But that's a, that's, a, that's a positive for people who are coming through training because you go, I've got a chance of going on that show. Where did see before? You would look at a post and you go, how am I going to go on it? Like, you'd have BT Gun, Stevie Xavier, Wolfgang, Jack Jester, Grado on a poster, Liam Thompson. You're going, where do I fit in that? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so far down that ladder. Never, I'd like to think yeah, there's a poster I'm on it. But, um, but back back in that day, like, it, it was, it wasn't a closed shop, but it was, a, you, there was just the, the, the mountain just seemed too high to climb. Whereas, you know, the, the, the amount of talent coming through, how well-trained the people coming through are as well. People are coming on to shows and, like, they, like you've got, like, sir, like trying to, that last ICW show, Daz Black, Kez Evans, Leighton Buzzard, Stevie James, Krieger, Lou, like, that that's this generation now. And that's all guys that I came up with. Um, like, so I, I look at it as, like, that's my era. Are now the, the main event guys for ten promotions across Scotland. So that's as much as it's um it's moving slowly, it, it's moving in a really positive way, I think. Um, yeah. um uh, but uh, then but then when you mention Shema, like he's the, the older generation guys, there's definitely a, a place for them on shows like your Andy Wilde, Andy Roberts, um Bobby Roberts, um, but no, but I mean, no reward shows for him, mate. Bobby will be back. I'm telling you, um, and you know, you know, after some business, how many people you seen retire? Oh, and then, and then next thing they're like, oh, I'm back. Um, but no, it, it seems it seems this year will be interesting purely because 
there's more promotions. There's too many promotions. There's right, I, I nearly done a joke tweet that there was more promotions in Scotland than wrestlers. Um and the number's only going to go up. I know that because I've got bookings for shows that haven't even been announced. <laughs> for for promotions that haven't even declared themselves as a promotion yet. Um but yeah, this year this year I'll be busy because these shows are going to need talent on them and I, I can't wrestle everywhere. I, I want to, but I physically can't. If you're doing three shows on a weekend with um, pre-promotion running at the same time, like I, I can't do them all. There's too, too many miles in between, so there's there's spaces for everybody. But um, speaking of of like not like name too many promotions, but having like uh, one or two big names on, I think for as much as as WWE got a lot of flack for like for quote unquote stripping the DC. Uh, of of all the all the big names and then like leaving it uh, to dust. But now because of things like the WWE Network and having progress on it and and uh, ICW on it, these are your big names. You can put Daz Black on a poster, put as seen on the WWE Network. Folk are gonna go, oh WWE, okay, we'll go we'll go to that show because this guy was on it. So yeah, like you're saying, it is it is moving in a positive direction. It's it's just. Yeah, just trying to figure out from that, there. Daz Black should be on every poster. Daz Black is the he's the money just now. He's the man. Um it's astonishing he has not signed somewhere just now. Like and, um see if you're a trainee coming through, right? And you're looking at the wrestling scene and going, I want to one day wrestle for WWE, which I've never wanted to do. It's never been my thing. Um one because it's it's not that I think it was an achievable goal. I just went, I'm too old to be jumping over to America, blah, blah, blah. Not a never happened, but Daz Black looks amazing. Can do things that 99% of the wrestlers on the scene can today. Um, he's photographic, athletic as, flippy as. Like he, he is the, the prime example of what a talent should be aiming to be. And he's doing that here. He's everywhere just now. But the fact that he's not signed up somewhere would be, if I was a trainee come through now, like, would be any day to mm. achieve that goal, especially see with this NXT UK thing and all that kind of been knocked on heat just now until a sale happens. It's you're going where? Where is man? Like, uh, a, like AEW don't seem to be bringing UK talent over very often. Then. WWE obviously have got the, the guys they've took for the, the end of the scenes here and then they, they, they get rid of half of them guys so you guys are all back here looking to, to get back onto the scene as well no? so a trainee coming through now if Daz Black kind of gets signed too can it's insane it. like uh, NXT Europe is supposed to be a thing this year so maybe that, that'll be the that'll be the catalyst for, for quite a few folk like like Daz and um, Leighton and, and all that kind of names getting a a foothold into into somewhere. Uh, well, the, the the guy the guys in the scene know roughly who the next crop were to go, um, because obviously you, you you know it's we all hear about it, who's going behind the scenes. But the fact that I was stopped is if it, if I was involved in like Impact or um, AEW, or that, I'd be like, who who have they let slip through this net, and who can we take? Um, Daz Black, Angel Hayes, Jack Morris. Jack's obviously signed it more, but that does like um that does there's a crop of guys that I would scoop up and put on retainer, and even if you just want them to buy your contract, you could just use it as like an investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jason, he'd be another one just popped off the top of my head there, going, "The the boy's just die. He's he's 
so good. Hi guys, it's ad time here on the SWN podcast. Very first time I've got to do an ad read, so uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, support for the SWN podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Um, hopefully the next week I should have a, a package containing Manscaped's performance package, the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, and I'll be able to talk about that a little bit more. I'm very excited for it. They're sending me a, a box with loads of cool gadgets and stuff that I can uh, test out, and I won't show you, but I'll tell you how it goes. Uh, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you guys. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SWN20. Should be below if you're watching on the video. Should be somewhere in the description if you're listening to audio. Now you go to manscaped.com, SWN20. If you put in that code, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Um, 7 million men worldwide. So by my maths, that's uh, 14 million balls, approximately. You know, give or take. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SWN20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. I don't know if I've said that enough. And use code SWN20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Right, back back to you, though. Back to, we're very good at tangents, uh, going off into tangents. That's not changed on the podcast since you've been on uh, previously. I just kind of wander off into other topics and then uh, somehow I drag it back into, into some sort of order. Um I was going to talk about the final respect pro wrestling show, but it seems like a silly subject now. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I, I was a, I was one of my favourite matches they, that year. They, me, Sicky, been looking sharp. I think there was like six belts on the line. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was I was a crazy crazy match. Um, and the 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 fact that the three years were buckled backstage. Um, there were so many wrestlers on that show and. Backstage are respected too by dressing rooms. We couldn't even get in a dressing room, so we just I think we and we'd all been on a show that day. We'd all went from somewhere to there. I I was at Pro Two, and then I'm right up at Respect, so I, I'd still had my gear on. Um, and I think we were on early as well. So I I, I was one of my favourite matches. The three of us went out. We we were wrestled each other twenty odd times. So we were doing we we kind of done it like a a compilation mixtape, like me and Sicky were going. Remember that time we done that? We'll do that. Me and Lou were like, remember that bit we done there? It was funny, we'll do that. And then Sikib and Lou were like, ah, we'll do that bit for that bit. And we, it was kind of like a great stats match. I, I love that match. It's um, amazing to go out and actually, like, again, have a laugh and put on. The, I always like him, my match is one of the best anyway, but on that card, that match, I was free. I, I, I don't know if it was, could, could have been that night. It was amazing. Um, I mean, it sounded like a good night. I was, I was seeing the results. Of course, I wasn't at the show because you know, Crane's card and all that. Uh, but yeah, I could get to the show. But I was seeing the results pop up, and it was it just sounded like a good laugh and just a like a little bit of a nice um, bookend to to respect. I think they'd all been running for what three, three, four years, something like that. Uh, if you yeah, take out and, the pandemic, and, but... and 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 they had good shows. Um, I would now and again get a message from Bobby at Ran it just saying there's a show on this date and then he would follow me who do you want to work? So a lot of times I would be picking my opponents so as I would, a lot of times at respect you would see me going it's a first time match because mm-hmm. uh, I'd be going I, I want to wrestle somebody I've not wrestled I think that's how I wrestled Jason Reader um, um, who else did I wrestle? Darren Vice. I wrestled him he's not a bit anymore I wrestled him on like a camp show 
Um, but uh, a lot of first time matches would happen there because Bobby would say to me, Who do you want to work? Um, so I, I could kind of pick my opponent. Uh, after he said no to The Rock and uh, and all that kind of stuff, you eventually settled on on uh, on some of the guys around here. I'll wrestle zero. But no, um, re- respect was good. It's a good way of it as well. Obviously, now Pro Tours down there. Um, they they are sure clouds of brown. Um, and they deserve good shows as well. So hopefully Pro 2 can pick up where that kind of avoid us. I just know. I know wrestling has been in Scotland up in there too. So uh, yeah, Ayrshire's a really good wee market. So I think there's nice, a lot of places are, are starting to to realise that maybe there is there is space, not on this, obviously on the same weekend or on the same, same uh, like month possibly, but there is kind of a bit of space Bill wiggle room to have a couple of promotions run the same markets as long as there's uh, a, a good gap in between so you're not digging into each other's profit margin at the end of it but um so so yeah it, it just it's just good for us as fans really because we're getting to get all this wrestling um exactly. so i mean again this side of the barrier i'm not Mike there. Uh, this side of the barrier, I'm not. I'm not really thinking about your, uh, the promoter's profit margin. I just want to go to a show that's affordable and, and watch some good wrestling. Exactly, exactly, mate. Yeah, um, that's, that's what we should be worrying about. It's good, good, good matches on good shows. That's that, and making sure that another one like making sure the venues are already like don't want to wrestle like some dilapidated building. Like you're going, they does. Building's been held up with sellotape. There's no heating in it. There's, there's like a picking mix of chairs of like chairs don't even match. Like you get adult chairs and baby chairs beside you. Like, like it just makes the product look rubbish as well. That's it. I mean, I'm I'm no I'm no OCD by any stretch of the imagination. But if I walked into a venue and there's mismatched chairs all over the place, I would I would be on edge the whole night going. If they haven't organised the chairs, I don't I don't trust them to organise anything else. It's, 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 it's crazy. The, the, the wee things you don't think about. Um, like you can, I've, I've done a show once for a promotion, which I'll no name. And when we showed up, they were like, "Yeah, there's a the hall, there's all the chairs." And I was like, "And where are we getting changed?" And they're like, "Oh." Um, and there, there was, but the thing is, is there was rooms for us to use. They just hadn't asked for them to be opened, so they were all locked. Jesus. Um, and so that's how jump out of your car, get changed in your car, and hopefully somebody will wave to you, let you know your music's playing. Like it's it's it's, it's not great because um, you, you you get into a ring to do your match in a huff. No, you're like oh, mm-hmm. like you, whereas if you've got a good space backstage, you got a good warm up. Um, so like when you get through cut and you feel like yeah, I'm I'm ready to go here, I'm good to go. Is but a big part of it. Um. So so moving on to that though, this year. Well, Last year, of course, we're in 2023 now. Um, you restarted the, the Lucha DS podcast. Uh, I think it yes. start, started and stopped. I don't know if it's, if it's continuing any further. Right. But... Well, here's, here's your exclusive. Um, the, the podcast that you see and was, in, was in a space that I was using. I'd, I'd painted all the wall, done the mural, done all the thingies. Um, that, that venue that I was using, or area I was using, didn't have um, electricity. Um, which is hard today because obviously I need to run the laptop, the camera, and the, the microphones. I need to run it all off electricity, um, and 
I got some, but um, as getting some, I got then a letter saying that um, I had to. I was basically affected for the, the space I was using um, because I shouldn't have been using it, and the means of getting electricity there weren't they correct. Um, so yeah, so w- once I lost that space, I was like, I, I was like, I'm kind of bothered just now. I'm just going to have a week out for it. We're coming into that time of year, but there's no shows anyway, so. I've done to talk about. Um, so the, the kind of setup I've got here, the flag behind me, the mic and the thing with, is it might come back, but it might be just me again where I used to do it before, where I'd just be promoting what's coming up, uh, what dates I've got coming up, how folk can get tickets. And um, I'm, I'm the middle of trying to set up a website as well um, that uh, is just for me, but, but it'll be a website that will... The, the idea for the website is you click on the website, my logo comes up and then underneath it's all the posters of where I'm going to be. You click on a poster and there's a, each poster is a link for the tickets of the show, okay. I'm, the, of the show I'm on. Just simple click, clicking, um, cheap and cheerful. Um, but then the idea would then put the podcast on there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I, I used to do the one where I used to just talk. I used to use a, a Zoom recorder and I used to love doing it. Um, see just the processor uploading it onto Apple and then having to put on a sound clip like see just all the tech side of it was enough to put me off of doing it um, because I, I didn't enjoy doing that part um, but the actual creating it and then the one I was doing when I was interviewing folk because I, I really enjoyed the interviews of folk um, in fact I don't think I spoke to you if I'd done it because I, I think I slagged you on it a couple of times um, Hey, uh, I'm more of a, I'm, I'm an audio uh, listener, so when it comes to YouTube, I, I find it harder to kind of keep keep on it. I I used to have a pop at you for uh, reviewing shows. Um, one because the no reviewing of see video shows, the promotions oh. are put up. I hate I hate promotion putting matches up. I also like hate reviews I, like that. I do it because yeah. I, I I I need to fill a, a space because I'm trying to like put something out each day. But you, yeah. you can definitely tell if I'm watching a show on on YouTube or if I'm there live. There's there's absolute night and day difference in my reviews when I do them. Yeah, but my my show my show with it, and you, you could even say it's like that um, WWE Network match. I don't I don't like stuff getting gave away for free. And like uh, the the wrestlers are wrestlers are doing a show. Fans are buying tickets to the show. Mm. If you're going to put something up, put highlights up, like a two three minute highlight reel. Because what you want to put up is an advert for people to come again. But if you're just going to put a, a full show up or a full match up, people will go, why would I buy a ticket to that if I wait two weeks I can watch it for free mm-hmm. on YouTube or Facebook or thingly? Um, and to me, it's just bad. It's bad business. Um, but if it's like an on-demand thing, then like if you show up and like, because W3L do it, um, ICW have got their own on-demand one. I can't even think who else. Uh, SW, you've got their own on-demand service now. If you're charging to put it on, then that's different because you're, you're then making an income from it. Um, but I, I hate stuff being given away for free. Um, especially, see, they don't tell you that they're videoing it for free. Um, and you go, right, okay, and then you go, oh, and there's my matchup. And you're going, oh, like, not I would have done anything different, but like, I'd like to know in the back of my mind that I was going to go up somewhere. Yeah. yeah, so um, I, I, that was my wee gripe with that. I just, like I said, it's just bad bad business. If I, if I ran my promotion, you wouldn't get in for free. You, 
Yeah, you would get you you you've got a one minute highlight reel on, and then at the end it would be post stuff for the next show. Like this is what you missed. This is what's coming up. That's all you need. Um, so you'd be yeah, the kind of guys that the the dingy me if I, I go. Have you got the results for the show? You'd be like, ah, should have been there. <laughs> no, no, re- re- results is completely different. Because um, because it because the first thing I do, I, like I, I mean, like within ten minutes of me finishing a match, the, the results are when I look to the S page mm-hmm. where we clip uh, usually the back clip entrance or something. Um, because because that adver- that advertises me um, mm-hmm. as well as it and I always tag a promotion in it, so the promotion gets a thing as well, but. It's, it's just business. It's like you, you want you want to create a demand for people to come um, and throwing throwing a full show on Facebook or um, YouTube doesn't doesn't do that. It, it's you you're you're just burning you're burning an advert. What I will say though, if you are going to if promotions, if you are putting out a show on on YouTube, at least make it edited so it looks good, because there's there's men, so many I've watched. Um, I probably have put in the reviews. Sometimes I get really salty about it. I'm 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 a positive guy generally, but sometimes I'll, I'll watch the show and go, why the why have they done that? Uh, but yeah, at least edit it so one I can hear if you've got commentary, I want to hear it, and two, take out all the shit, take out all all the fluff. Just give me the matches, give me the entrances, give me the matches, give me the entrances, give me the, the post match angle, whatever. I don't need to see the ring announcer getting in the ring and doing the fire safety thing. I need to see it. That's not part part of why I'm there. Um, yeah. So so yeah, if you're going to put out a show, edit it at least. Um, and if you can't edit it, don't put it out. And also, see, there's a match on it. It's absolutely rotten. Edit it. Because there's, especially see, you've got, like I said, if you're using trainees on your show and it's only like their fifth or sixth match, hmm. that match is going to be terrible, no matter who the trainee is. Um, in fact... I will guarantee you, if I watch any of my first 25 matches I've ever done, I will hate every single one of them. Um, because it, because the level, you're just not a, a sufficient level to be putting out good matches. Um, and then I'll see, like, uh, Rivals. Did you see that Rivals main event match? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> why, why, why would you post that online? I didn't see it when it came out, but someone ripped it and sent it to me, and I watched it. I was like, I, why? Well, and... In, in wrestler circles, see the the within ten minutes I've been posted. I think I had two of my group chats and shared it to me, and I went with Jan Gast, and I said, "I'm I, at first I was like, I'm not watching it, like, because I wasn't on the show, and I I don't know the promotion and blah blah blah." Yeah. And then people were like, "No, you need to watch it," and I was just like, "Oh, so I'm assuming something bad's going to happen, like I'm like a botch or something gets hot." I was like, "Oh, there's there's got to be something." And then see when I sat and watched that, I was just like, "That's atrocious." And that that wasn't put on by that wasn't fan footage, that wasn't <laughs> that, that wasn't put, that, page. they they promoted that match. Um, I don't I don't know the guy who runs the show, and but I'll tell him that they know some of the guys have done the show, which is why I, I wouldn't slate the company. Mm-hmm. But it's that thing I always say, like trainees or anybody I'm training along with. If, if that's the product that they're putting out and advertising and you're on the poster, they, they, that's as good as you has been in that match. Mm-hmm. Like, as much, like, if that match is a bomb scare, um, you're, you're part of that bomb scare because you you promoted yourself to bring people to that show. No? Um, I, I don't know what that match was. Um, but, I, I, oh, again, I don't know why you would put it up. Even, even, I don't think you can make a highlight of that match um, to, 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 to make it watchable. 
it was it, right it, it's well since since all the the um i pandemic thing i've become i've started becoming really picky about who i feature now on the website because it's mm. now because of stuff like that if it was like two years ago i went all oh, right it's new promotion it happened in scotland right did it did it i'll put a i'll put a post out about it but now i'm like no i have to be I have to, it has to be quality over quantity now for who i i feature uh because yeah. because someone i mean i'm not saying that I mean, you use use the calendar, so it's clear some people actually use the site for for whatever reason. Um, if if I put out a show, an advertisement for a show, then and I'm as good as telling you to go. And if it's shit, then I've I've made the recommendation, and it's yeah. shit. So now it makes me look bad. So I have to be super picky with who I who I feature now because of that. Yeah, uh, and like I said, there's, and I don't know. Do you have a list of all Scottish promotions? Uh, just, I, I do. I've got a list of ones we've many, many, many on it. Uh, how many? How many? Just know who you feature and who you don't. Many's on that list. Thirty. Uh, right. So we feature about fourteen. So who's who's not on that list? That's that's the next thing. Maybe about ten. So yeah, probably about twenty-five, something like that. I would I would say just off the top of my head. Ridiculous. So, so that that's a that's a lot of promotions, a lot of shows, and like I said, you're you're going to get your really good top quality shows, top production. Like your lights are disco with other lights in their entrance and um, stuff like that to ones that like companies like um, PBW are just filling tune halls of hundreds and hundreds of people. And then you've got that, that show that's going up. And, and the, the thing is, is mums and dads on the street who are going to only see a poster are thinking that that's what that is. No? So mm-hmm. if you take your kid along to... I'm I'm saying rivals for example. I, I, let's say I don't know the guy then, so I don't want people trying to give me heat or that. But if you if that was the first show you took your kid to and he was like that's rubbish, the next time there's a show nearer or um, another promotion coming through town, you're not going to go to it. Mm-hmm. So so you've effectively burned an audience of of a product that they they might love. Um, it's it, that's, that's the thing with also people, like. People get annoyed by it. Like uh, I know particular wrestlers went after the promotion and the guy and were were, were posting stuff. That, again, that's not what I would do. Um, but that does a reason why people are annoyed by it. It's not just because what you're posting is rubbish or of a poor standard. Is what it is is you're 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 maybe going to turn people away from the product to could come along to a show. Like when I first went along to a, a live wrestling show, like I fell in love with it. No and. Um, whether it be the lights, the production, even like even a wee daft thing said first time when I was wee and I went to a show and there was a barrier like stopping me touching the ring, like that was a big deal to me. Like I was like, oh look at that thing, I can't even reach, I can't touch. But the guys in there, they're the only ones that are getting to use it. That that put in my mind how special that wee area was. Know that uh, where the, the ropes and that are like you you uh, you just want to be there and be part of it. Mm-hmm. It's people people are, I, I don't know whether it's I want to run a show because I can or I want to run a show because I've got a ring or I want to run a show because I want to make a couple of quid like well, why are people doing what they're doing and I don't always think that people are honest like even it could be I want to run a show because it's the only place I, I could do a show like or get used mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's then that thing of quality over quantity you're going to when you're asked to be part of that show, you're going to do it just to stroke somebody's ego, or you're doing it because it's going to boost your career or make you make you look good. Because nobody coming after that show looked good mm-hmm. with, with the product that was put up after it. And like I said, it was them that was promoting it. So 
that that's a promotion effectively damaging your reputation. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Yes, yeah, it's uh, I said, if we dive, if we start diving into to, to the whole that side of things, it just does, it just gets messy. And like we were saying earlier about the like, we're now at a stage where two promotions can run the same ter- territory, but if one promotion, like you're saying, if one promotion's garbage, then nobody's going to go to the other one because exactly. it's burned by the first one. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, I've heard stories, things like, um, um, what's it called? E- is it EPW? Something they run loads of shows and they, they, they're, they just use the same crop of guys every time and and they sometimes come to towns i've heard reviews of their shows and they're not great uh but if, yeah but if uh uh an air promotion is running there a couple of weeks later they're actually a reputable promotion uh mm-hmm. in my opinion anyway and, and they're running that show they're automatically going to lose at least like a few folk that are going to go because they went oh i went to see the rest of it was shite they got to go to this so Aye. exactly or like i said with this time of year with people are money when money's tight People mm-hmm. go on like that. I feel like I was ripped off. Like, that's, that's worse. Like, going to see something that's rubbish happens. Like, I've been to comedy shows where the com- comedian was rotten, but I didn't feel like I was robbed. Mm-hmm. No, like, if you go along and you go, I, I paid you know, 15 quid for a ticket to this and it's absolute garbage. Like, I want my money back. Where's my 15 quid? I, mm-hmm. I could have used that 15 quid for my electricity, my, my gas. Exactly. It's, it's now, <laughs> nowadays, that, that, whatever you're pricing your tickets at, that's your. That is the most important whatever fifteen pounds that you, you're getting in because is it's if you don't if you don't perform for that fifteen quid, however multiply it how many times, you're not getting it back next time. You're not getting it at the next yeah. show. So it's you have to earn every single penny now because of this this cost of like you say, live events don't often get affected, but they they still do. They're still a special thing. But my, uh, my my thing as well is um my, my time's really precious to me. So if you're going to take two hours of my time, you need to entertain me. That's it. I mean, well, for me now, for going to wrestling, I've got I've got to organise a baby. I've got to organise babysitting. The dog has to be looked after as well because we're going away for a few hours because no wrestling in Elgin except once a year, twice a year if I'm lucky. Um, Who's that? W3L? W3L, yeah. They're done here. Yeah. They're done here. They won twice last year, which was a nice wee thrill. Um, so, yeah, otherwise, it's 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 an hour, hour and a half either side if, if it's Inverness or Aberdeen if I'm going to wrestling. So that's a lot to organise there and back. And yeah. you don't realise how much it is for that Fifteen pound ticket. How much you have to organise around it, and, and if if you go to a show and it's absolute shit, you're like, well, I'm not bothering because that's that's ten hours of my life that I've spent organising all this shit. Exactly. And, 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 and then it's time it's time you kind of get back. So mm-hmm. especially you've got a wane that now as well. Mm-hmm. You're going. Oh, I'm going to spend ten hours. I went from my wane to watch these two idiots roll about. Or <laughs> am I going to go and actually be entertained and um, feel like I've I've like. Gave myself a bit of enjoyment for a couple of those, I mean, it's insane. Exactly. Uh, right, so we've got, uh, you hit, hit over 300 matches last year in total. So what is, is your next kind of milestone? Is it just every 100, 400, 500? What's your kind of next big milestone? Uh, yeah. I, to, to be honest, I don't think I'll have 500 um, just time-wise. Um, I've, last year was 70, 74 shows I've done. So if this year's as busy, another 74, we take you into like, 2025 to that 400. Um, I'm, I'm being a wee bit pernickety as well with some of my dates that I'm taking for like um, in England and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not because I, I don't like the promotions, I don't like the matches or anything I've been offered. Um, again, it's just that time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a slog going up. 
down uh, to England. Like you, you're effectively right now, two days or maybe three because you got to prep everything the night before. Um, like I said, like you're saying with your babysitting and all that, I've got to do all that too. Mm. So I want I want to feel like I'm going down. If it dep- again depends on promotion. See if you know you're going down. There's going to be hundreds of people. I'm there. Um, if it's one where you go, oh, I don't know, like because I've done a couple of these pop up ones. Oh, we're running my first company. We'd love you to be part of it, and, that, and you mm. negotiate it, and you get down, and you're going. I can count the people in the crowd here for in the ring, you know. Um, and it has happened. Um, I I I done a show once where I was in a match with eighteen wrestlers. There was eighteen people in a match, and there was eleven people in the crowd. Oh wow! <laughs> so, uh, and and to be honest, out the eleven people, I think four of them were the people that brought the ring. So you're going. How is this even running? Like, but so I'm I'm being selective on ones where I'm going to take me away for days and days at a time. Um, so if I could do fifty plus this year, I'd be happy. Fifty plus next year, I'd be happy. And the year after that, I don't know if I'm going to keep going and a twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven. But I'm not going to be one of these wrestlers to say. Um, I'm away and then come back. Once okay. I'm away, I'm, once I'm away, I'm away because um, my last match just is coming off. Um, and that is I'll, the gimmick dead. Exactly, and I will kill this gimmick. I will <laughs> bury it in the ground. Um, um, but no, um, particular landmarks I'm looking at just now is I want to tell um, good stories just now, um, and that's how I can see combat league. Um, but because we have that. Basically, repeat audience. It's the same crowd. Um, they sell out every show. Um, I think they sell out a season pass. So, like, you, 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 once you bought your ticket, you're in. Um, and then you go. So, we've got these five or six shows through that year to tell a story. So, let's construct a really good story. The one I've got this year is going to be brilliant. The one I had last year was really, really good. But it was a bit chalk and change because I changed house and all that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the to, to know that I've got input on what I'm going to be doing in three or four shows' time and how I'm going to get there and how I'm going to commit it at the end is, is you, you kind of beat it. Um, and there's not a lot of promotions where you get a chance to do that because we're, we're telling the story for the people there. I'm not telling it for them to be online because mm-hmm. you, you're, not, you're, not going to, you're not going to be able to follow the story um, unless you're, you're physically there. So, um, yeah, um, Combat League... Combat League uh, I've always put it over when it was Cave Ness. I always put it over. Um, big, and the big thing has always been the creativity. Um, the, I actually get to create what I do. I've, the, the promoter has input in everything like he always does and how things go. In fact, I, I've got a lot of input in how things have went up there and how things have added to it. Um, but how my, my, my year's going to go, I'm, I'm excited uh, to, to create something. Uh, right, so before before I let you go, though, um, I want to know how it was like, because you, you were due to have a match with Tajiri, it became a tag team match, but what was it like working with Tajiri? He worked for me all day. He kept speaking in Japanese, would not speak English to me, even when he speaks English. Um, until after the match, um, then after the match it was English. Um, he, he was... He, do you, do you know why the match was changed? Like, do you know the story now? No, I, I, all I know is, I mean, it doesn't surprise me when, when I saw the match changed, but because, no. you know. So, but, but, right, yeah. 
Here, here's what happened. Um, I turned up at the, the seminar that Tajiri's doing that day. I'm wrestling him that night. And when I turned up, he's got two boys with him. Uh, oh, what's the... Saito brothers, is it? The Saito brothers, right. So he's got two big boys and Tajiri. And um, one of the Saito brothers says to me, is, um, Tajiri's son is injured. He's hurt his leg. Uh, and he was, he was limping on the leg. He said he's worried about the match tonight. And I said, and... Me being me, I was just like, tell him not worry about it. Like, we can do as much as he wants or as little as he wants. I said, I'll, I'll do everything around him that, um, to fill the gaps. And as the day went on and stuff, we, we turned up at the venue. TJ is like, um, I, I can't do a match. He, he's like, I throw kicks and I can't throw my leg. I've, um, and he said, so what we did, we'll, we'll do a six-man tag. Me and the two, bro- me and the two boys against... Lucha and um, I think it was why I did tag team champions at the time, and I was like, I'm I'm a tag team champ, so I so I'd be two of the people. But anyway, it was like, um, we'll we'll do a we'll do a six man, and the promoter was just like, ah, like the the whole show's been better than used to, um, so yeah, I, again, it was myself. I was like, why don't we? <laughs> you go do the introduction to the crowd, have the two boys attack me, I'll come out and make a save and we'll tag. He's like, yeah, good idea, good idea. So we does it, does the match. Man, match was all right. Um, we, if you watch a match back, you you can't tell he's hot because we, we cover it and like you would do if it was anybody else got hot in the ring. Um, and then after it, he was like, um, he says to me, who who trained you? And I was like, oh, yeah, I trained at PBW. And he was like, you are a very good professional wrestler. That's what I think. But again, he picked up on something that I always like emphasized to people. Is he said I do the wee things really good. Like when when I wasn't in the ring, I was trying to grab my opponent and stuff like that. Um, and I, the only thing I was down about it was I'd wore I'd been wearing a white t shirt the show leading up because I was wanting to wear it during the match and not have it look weird that I was wearing a white t shirt. The point of the white t shirt was to get missed. Right. So I, I wanted to end it with all the green or the red mist or whatever. Um, so I ended up, I never got misted, but um, working with um, obviously you're working with, I, I got to work with three Japanese guys whose English wasn't great. I kind of led the match um, for for basically all three of us um, in the ring. And um, the end it. Tijiri was happy. He got through a match. Nobody picked up the fact that he had an injury. And um, the crowd got to see the mist, um, and it was like kind of we notch on my belt with it. We we had an import coming in, and I, I managed to take the, the import through the match. Um, whereas nine times out of ten, you go like a big name because I go, like, don't worry about it, kid. I'll do everything just you kind of stay aside, and I'll do all my stick. Um, but it's still got, we still got his points in, in the Tajiri elbow because obviously he was hot, and I said to him, I do that move. And said to me, you you can have. So so now I said to him when TJ does matches, I said he has to tell people he does a look elbow. It's not TJ elbow anymore. Um, but no, it was amazing. I obviously I, I spent the day with him. I took him to Stirling Castle um, before it. <laughs> he went to see a castle, and I took him up. And then when he got there, he was very tired and stayed in the car. Ah, uh, mate, it's bizarre. Um, and then, like I said, after it, when he started talking English and we were joking with his book and stuff, um, but it, it, it was a really, it, it was a really good experience for me, um, wrestling wise. 
Um, and then later on that night, dropped them off at a hotel. Um, I thought I'd dropped the boys off. They were staying somewhere else. Um, sat and talked to him for a wee bit. And he was like, you want to come in for a, like a drink? I said, I've got an hour to your driving, mate, I can't. Um, and then when I get down the road, I'll open my phone and a wee Tajiri now follows you on Twitter. And I was like, there you go. That's all you need. Worth it. So we've kind of started the episode talking about something that's cool, but you weren't a fan of it, which is going to the WWE Network. You weren't happy with the match. And we've ended the episode with something that's cool, and it's one of your favourite things, uh, your, your, your hey, brief Brian. relationship with TG, the GD. Hey, hey, and, that, and that year for wrestling came back, I hung about with Scotty Too Hot and Tajiri backstage at shows. Um, and got to kind of pick, pick their wrestling brain um, and show off a wee bit the, some of the stuff I could do. Um, it's quite too hot. You don't follow me on Twitter. You delete this Twitter. <laughs> I, I don't want to show off, but before he uh, <laughs> b- 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 before he deleted his Twitter, he followed me on Twitter. So, <laughs> what did he? He, did. he followed he, you. He followed me on Twitter, and then like three days later, he deleted. <laughs> so oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if he, he enjoyed the content I was putting out or, or what. Ah, <laughs> uh, me. Do you know what? We should all just delete our Twitters. Everybody, that, that's the advice, the advice of the day. Delete your Twitter. is absolutely toxic. Um, um, I would agree, but that's where most of my uh, traffic comes from, so don't. Everyone follow it really? instead. Yeah, most of it's Twitter. Because I don't, I, don't like, I don't like using Facebook. Because now, if you, if you run a page, but have a separate app, and it's just a pain in the arse now to, to do it. So I, I what about Instagram? Do you not get, get loads of hats off that as well? I, don't, I don't know how to use Instagram very well, to be honest with you. I'll do a story if I remember. Uh, but really, uh, yeah, all my traffic's Twitter, really. That's that's where I kind of have market the you most. Know, do you know what you should do? See, because we're talking business, this is what you should do, right? Or if, this is my, if I was you. Right. You're the Scottish Wrestling Network, right? You support Scottish Wrestling. You, you post all their posters. You post all their pages. You should be having all these promotions up for a fee. Maybe I, no, me, I'm being serious. If it was yeah. me, I would say it's so much a month, a year, whatever, to, to be part of the network, I will, I will share all your posters and promote all your matches, your match graphics and that, mm-hmm. and throw you a couple of quid, then you don't even need to shave your pubes around. <laughs> that, that, I mean, I mean, I've got, right, for, for anyone who's, <laughs> who's heard that, I've got a Patreon, so if you want to go to patreon.com it's £1 plus VAT, that's it, a month, done. That's it. You get everything. Well, you get all I the. Would, you get. Everything. I would charge way more. I know. Hundred percent. If if, if I not, get... um, that, that having a wee fee for for these promotions, it, it would give you an income plus the it, it trims the fat out ones that don't want to be part of it because you 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 know how much stuff you share. Mm. I, I see how much you share every match graphic promotion announcement, and I I will notice that the wrestlers even on the graphic won't even share it, and you're like. Come on, mate, play ball a wee bit. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not up to you to promote everybody's, everybody's content that doesn't like to promote themselves. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, yeah, there's right. I'll, I'll probably say it after after record because because I know that <laughs> being paid, but, paid. But anyway, right. Make, make um, money, buddy. Make where, money. Where can people find you on it's, uh, on the interweb? Then where can people find it? Everything, everything's LuchaDS. Twitter LuchaDS, Instagram TwitterDS, Facebook TwitterDS, uh, and hopefully soon the the website. Um, I, I, I was talking to a guy last night about running it and stuff. And they don't want to know like how much is they're going to generate blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, it's just it's just to 
point people in the direction of where they get stuff that's all it's just set up a wordpress that's all my site is it's a wordpress and i i said i'm not technologically minded i am absolutely dog shit all that kind of stuff editing i don't edit these i put a top and tail i put on to anchor and youtube that's it i do very little and uh my, my trick is i want to i want to just make it and then not even do it again just <laughs> i don't just pay somebody a couple of quid a month and they just go it's updated it's updated it's updated and i'm like fine um, if, it's, if it's as simple as a link in a poster just we, we, we can stop we can talk business i can do that <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying, there you, you go. I said, make money, Billy, and already you've got a business opportunity coming my way, yeah? That's it. Fantastic. Right, right. We'll wrap up the episode. Thank you very much for this catch-up. I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. I, I know we could probably speak for hours about way too many things and go into tangents and possibly, like I say, your emails would be, uh, your junk email would be full of cease and desist. I know. So, and, so. and then I was like, actually, uh, I wonder if he's going to ask me what I thought of Royal Rumble. Is that him to kill? Oh. <laughs> There's other podcasts that'll do that. I don't care about that. I, I watched it. Ah, I like, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But no, Billy, cheers, mate. Like I said, cheers for all your support of the the, the wrestling community. Not everybody's a big fan of your posts all the time. You need to create posters and t-shirts. And um, um, but no, like I said, mate. Um, you, you, at least you keep the content for the group chats alive. But everybody's all like, did you see the reply to Billy's post? Everyone um, should go so check out the SW100. That's it. <laughs> Oh, oh, mate, we could have, we could have spoke for a you, you could do a full episode on Atlas. Um, buy everybody go and buy a um, red poles t shirt. There you go. That's the one, that's that's the look at the end. Perfect.